Everyone, remain calm. And welcome to the 92nd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we've got a bunch of fun news to go over and another Jurassic birthday. We introduce a new offshoot of the Amber Fine segment with Jay Jurassic. This one is called Hunters and Gatherers, where he brings on a guest to discuss collections and, of course, Jurassic Park as a whole. Jay Jurassic speaks with an amazing collector and customizer, Ted Brothers, in the brand new segment. Then we'll wrap up the episode with another trip into the audio segment to hear from Samuel L. Jackson. Now, this past week, my loot crate showed up on my door doorstep featuring the primal theme for this month and of course I tore it open as quickly as possible. I've been a longtime subscriber to Loot Crate so it was nice to finally get some more Jurassic love from Loot Crate. Now this month they sent out a number of typical items that you'll find in Loot Crate and uh, this time they added in the factory entertainment electrified fence velociraptor sign. It's uh, certainly a great item something I didn't have already but I kind of wished it was something a little bit more exclusive. Typically Loot Crate ships out items you can't really get anywhere else, so it is a bit disheartening to get something that you can find elsewhere, or in many cases, you already own. Now, uh, anyway, it's a nice item, and I'm, I'm glad to have it, and while it's totally not an exclusive, it's still fun to own. Next topic, for anybody heading out to the exhibition this Sunday, April 2nd, for the Jurassic Meetup featuring a showing of Jurassic World on the IMAX screen in 3D, the Raptor meet and greet, Jack Horner Q&A, and of course the exhibition tour. I will be there along with contributors of the podcast, Jay Jurassic and Jennifer Tarek, Josh Evans, New Bar 7, who you've heard here. He'll be there as well, with of course all the Jurassic Outpost guys. It's going to be a great meetup, so we hope to see you there. Don't forget we have a special promo code available to listeners of the podcast to used for Jurassic World the exhibition in its final few weeks here. Head to fi.edu or call the museum at 215-448-1200 to purchase tickets and use the code JWGENER to get $5 off daytime adult admission tickets to Jurassic World the exhibition. This is limited to four tickets per person. It does include general admission to the Franklin Institute, but it cannot be combined with any other offer or discount. Upgrades are available on on site for the IMAX and 3D theaters. It is redeemable online, over the phone, or at the ticketing desk. Now, processing fees do apply when ordering your tickets in advance. It does exclude holidays, but guess what? It's valid through 4-19-17. The show's almost done. Get there before April 19th, 2017 to redeem this code. Again, the code is JWG. E-N-E-R. Use it and let us know when you do. It's a really packed episode this week, so why don't we get things started off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. That's just me. Oh, 
access with your security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head been right all the time. It's day. I guarantee it. Laura Dern has been making the rounds promoting her upcoming film, Wilson, and she spoke with Entertainment Weekly about her time in Jurassic Park and wanting to come back for another round. Here's what she had to say. I feel so proud to have been in what has become this iconic blockbuster and have a feminist female in the middle of it. She's the real deal. Goes on her own to get the power back on, fights off dinosaurs. She's not taking the boys BS. As I said to the people who are making the new series, if you guys make the last one, you gotta get Ellie Sattler to come back. She's always the one who saves the day, man. So it's great to hear that she'd consider coming back for more, and, and she's right. She's totally been the one that saves the day multiple times before. I think we'd all enjoy seeing it happen once more, right? Until then, you can find the link in our show notes for the article with Laura Dern on EW.com. <laughs> We've talked about the Seth Angstrom Jurassic World artwork before, but now Jurassic Outpost has a few cool pics of the transition from the big bad in Jurassic World's early concepts as the Malasaurus to the Indominus Rex, of course. On their site, you'll be able to see a pic of the unproduced Velociraptor Red, too. It's a great design that harkens back to the male raptors in Jurassic Park 3, but it also mixes in the coloring of the Jurassic World-type raptors. Now, if this design had been included in the film or elsewhere, it's certainly would have been the coolest looking dinosaur in the film. Seth Angstrom produced some incredible artwork for Jurassic World, so make sure to find the link within our show notes. Soon enough, Jurassic World The Exhibition will be leaving Philly, and it was finally announced that the next stop along the tour is the Chicago Field Museum. Now, this museum will hold the exhibition from May 26, 2017 to January 7, 2018. Another nice long run in a city in the U.S., which honestly kind of surprises me. Chicago, while certainly a hike from Philly, isn't really that different of a spectrum for the tour. I thought for sure that the show would end up overseas to give it a varied run, but actually, if you think about it, I bet you it ends up in London in about February 2018, giving it a nice run before the sequel comes out in June 2018. But for now, head to our website to find the link to the Field Museum in Chicago and for more information on the exhibition. We've got another great Jurassic birthday to celebrate this week. On Tuesday, the 28th of March, we celebrate Vince Vaughn's birthday. Yes, that's right, Vince Vaughn, he is in the franchise. I still find it pretty funny that people are surprised by that fact. But uh, anyway, let's wish the original Owen of the franchise, Nick Van Owen, actor Vince Vaughn, a happy birthday. Oh, there it is. There it is. The closest you will ever come to living dinosaurs. Jurassic World, The Exhibition. Now in its final weeks at the Franklin Institute, based on one of the biggest blockbusters in cinema history. Don't miss this awe-inspiring event for the whole family. Only at the Franklin Institute. For tickets, visit fi.edu. And remember, if something chases you, run! Merchandise. Donald, Donald, this park was not built to cater only for the Superman. 
Specialist Park was legit. I could write all kinds of numbers on this check. You remember that on engines list? Because it wasn't on their list. This fossilized tree sap, which we call amber. And we came here to watch, you came to strip mine the place. When you put together, you know, a, a one group of, of uh, harvesters called the hunters. My point is the predators don't hunt when they're not hungry. Steven said, I think this movie is about hunters versus gatherers. Hunters versus gatherers versus hunters versus gatherers versus gatherers. Oh, you're breaking our heart. Saddle up, let's get this movable beast on the way. All right, everybody. Welcome to the very first Hunters and Gatherers show. This is a, a special from the Amber Fine show, and here I'm going to have collectors talk about their collections and what they're collecting and why they got into it in the first place because it's an obsession, really. Um, our first guest is the awesome customizer and collector and beard connoisseur, Mr. Ted <laughs> Brothers. How you doing today, oh, man? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, man. I'm honored to be the like the first <laughs> on your on on this on this uh, 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 program. Awesome, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I was like, I've been talking about getting you on this show. Like, I wanted to start this this collectors like corner, basically. Yeah. And I was like, I want to start with this guy because I like what he's doing. His page oh, is yeah. growing, and he seems like an awesome dude. So and I'm a giant Jurassic nerd, so. There you, you know. go. That's, that's what this, this show's <laughs> all going to be about, just being really big Jurassic nerds. 32-year-old adult male playing with dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm not too far <laughs> off, man. I'm, I'm 30. You know what I mean? I'm 30 still playing with dinosaurs. I'll catch myself with the with the Malcolm Glider every once in a while just going around my room. I'll do it. Yeah, I just got that, too. So I, yeah, it was a total nostalgic trip when I got that thing in the mail. It was, like yeah. when we were kids, and we used to have the uh, little Batman, the Kenner Batman. Oh, yeah. Swoosh him around the room and stuff like that, yeah. Uh-huh. And then my kid wanted to take it, and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll let her play with it for a minute. But then it's mine. <laughs> mine. It's going back on my shelf. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know the feeling. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm going to ask you a question I'm going to be asking everybody on this show. Trying to, trying to go with the same theme that Brad goes. The, the one that's pretty much one's created this whole network of segments now you know what I mean the Jurassic Park podcast he starts out with that question like you you in a, in a raptor in the kitchen what would you do it's a cool question you ask everybody and everybody always bugs out about it now my question is to every collector that comes onto the show it's gonna be are you a hunter or are you a gatherer now when I mean that I'm asking are you a hunter are you ruthless when it comes to collecting? Are you the one person that uh, see a little kid buying a dinosaur and kind of just like as he turns around, snatch that and run off with it? <laughs> you know, to go to the counter to pay for it. Or are you a gatherer? Are you slowly but surely collecting and just, you know, everything go smoothly? You know what I mean? And not out there like, like, like savage. You're not either you're the rolling tembo or teambo. Of um, collecting, or you're the Malcolm, like not too sure you're gonna wait your time. <laughs> you just can't let, let the chaos ensue, you know, as it goes on, and then you realize you have a collection that's like taking over your entire house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what do you, uh, what do you think, man? Well, uh, let's set the record straight. I don't attack children in Toys R Us for dinosaur <laughs> toys. I I buy my stuff like an adult on eBay. Um, I yeah, I guess I, I'm more of like the. Uh, I don't know. I guess um, 
I guess I go, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I buy it on eBay. I, I, I go out and buy the stuff that I need. I don't, I don't wait. I don't wait to find it. It's like if I need something or if I can find it, like at that moment in an auction or whatever, I'll, I'll go out and buy it. I don't, I don't think I'm too ruthless. Um, but, uh, cause like I don't really go to like toy fairs like around here or anything like that or any kind of flea markets. I just, I get all my stuff pretty much on, online. Uh, occasionally I hit up a Goodwill and then that's where I got most of my, uh, books and novels and uh, like VHS and stuff like that. So uh, that's the only real like going out hunting stuff because mm-hmm. even though I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan, I'm new to recollecting everything again. So it's like back when I did it like 15 years ago or whatever when I was uh, going to the thrift stores and stuff like that, um, I mean, Jurassic Park stuff was everywhere. That's where I got most of my things was in thrift yeah. stores. And so now it's, yeah, now it's like I, I, I basically just buy it on eBay. Um, okay, and so, so yeah, you're like a you're like a semi hunter, semi gatherer. You're almost yeah, like a yeah. you're like a Peter Ludlow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I'm on the Peter... hunters team, but you're you're kind of we'll like set up eh. base camp right here in the middle of this uh in this uh this field. Nest. Yeah, right in the middle of, middle of the Rex nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go to places any. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you start okay, cool man, yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, now so uh, let's start out by asking you. What got you into Jurassic Park? Why is Jurassic Park like, oh, man. like very important in your life? So let's go down a little, a uh, little bit down memory. Three hours, right? Three hours, three hourish, three hour episode. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> Reader's Digest version. Um, I it started my love or obsession for dinosaurs started even before Jurassic Park. It was really like in the late '80s with Dino Riders. That was like my first like, introduction to like dinosaurs and humans fighting and stuff like that. And so. I remember getting the the electronic Triceratops and that big uh, Diplodocus, and those were like my dinosaurs that I had. And I think at the time I was four or five years old, maybe six, I can't remember. But um, but that that was my first introduction to like dinosaurs and dinosaur toys and stuff. And then um, around 1993, I remember finding out about Jurassic Park the movie. My dad was reading the newspaper, and this was like before the internet, kids. We got our information from pieces of paper mm-hmm. that were thrown in our driveway, you know, and so that's my dad was reading an article about it. it said Jurassic Park was, was a novel is being made into a movie and it's going to be super scary and you can't go see it. And so my dad was really adamant about that, you know, and so later that year for Christmas, my first official like JP toy was the Dr. Grant. My grandma got it for me for Christmas. And that was my very first one. And um that was uh, I. I want to say that that was actually my only like official JP toy that I ever got from the first like series and, and the movies and stuff like that. It was your grandma right that got it. Do what now? It was your grandma, right? Yeah, yeah, my grandmother. She, Me too. she got it. Me too. Yeah, my grandma was it's the. the one. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like she went to the store and, and like, well, you know, what do I get a? I guess an eight or nine, not you know. For Christmas, and she got me Dr. Graham, which was great because I that I still have that one to this day. Still, he's all like yellow. The original. The orig- oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, like wobbly legs and everything like that. And like yeah. pale skin. But- I have a mine was uh the Dilophosaur. Oh yeah. It's like it's one eye is like has has no paint on it anymore, but it's <laughs> it's you know I mean I have a, a bunch of Dilophosaurs with it. Like I think I have like six, but that one yeah. is like always the most special one because that was the very first one and that was yep. from my grandma as well that's 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 awesome 
Yeah, and that was and that was really the only. It which is funny because it's like because I'm you know such a big fan of it, but that was the only thing I ever got from that line because I, I think I want to say it was like '94ish or whatever, like uh, when the season or the series two started to come out. But mm-hmm. like I think that started to come out the same time everybody was getting like Power Ranger fever or whatever. That's and right. Like, yeah. That's what I started. I mean, I really started getting the Power Rangers, and so the Jurassic Park stuff was like on clearance shelves. It wasn't on the main aisle anymore, at least in my area. And I think I just forgot about it. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, like it was, yeah. uh, it was on. I remember where we used to go. We used to go to the Kmart in my town, and uh, when we went to that Kmart, it was always like it had its own, like it had its own basic like two aisles was, you know, like a whole aisle one side and the other side was all Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's like what we see today with Star Wars. It was like yeah. the same like respect given to the the toy line, and. Um, oh, yeah. Towards the end, you're right. They it, they started moving it down, and I remember it being on the last aisle, right before you hit hardware. Like at yeah. the end, there was the the series two, and that's yeah. where like Malcolm was and a bunch of those. And I was lucky enough to get some of those, but you know I mean? yeah, they, yeah, they series two came a bit late in the yeah. in the whole thing. That's why it it was overshadowed by mm-hmm. by Power Rangers, and because like I remember I had. You know, I went crazy over Power Rangers, got all the stuff oh, so and Zords and everything like that, you know, and then, like, forgot about Jurassic Park, really. I mean, I didn't, that Grant was the only thing I had, and I still played with him as a kid because he scaled up great with, like, my Kenner Predators and my Kenner Aliens and, like, that kind of stuff that I still yeah. had, you know. And, and, you know, I would still, um, like, the, uh, I would use the, the Triceratops, the Dino Riders Triceratops as the sick Triceratops from Jurassic Park, you know, because nice. I never had the rubber Kenner one. And before, you know, the internet, man, like, I didn't know half that stuff existed. I mean, it was just whatever I saw in the store was, was in the store. That's right. A lot of the characters, uh, when, I st- when I started to collect Lost World stuff in my late 90s, a lot of the characters from the season or Series 1 and Series 2 of the Jurassic Park line, I didn't even know existed. I mean, I didn't know there was a Series 2 Ellie. Yeah. Um, I didn't know there was a Series 2 Malcolm. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that stuff because, you know, now it's like you have YouTube and Google. You can look and you yeah, get whatever you, have, you want. Back you then, it was like... You have yeah. everything right in front of you. It's a, yeah. it's it's very different now when you collect stuff. Um, back yep. then, the same thing with me. I remember being, I actually remember exactly when I started seeing all these new items that I never even knew existed. Was in '99. Um, yeah. I was on a computer with my cousin because it was it was New Year's of '99, and we were like sitting by the computer because we, <laughs> you, you know, the big Y2K, Y2K scare. <laughs> yeah, so we're sitting there in front of the computer, and his and his dad, my uncle, would come to into the room and be like, "All right, you guys keeping an eye on the computers?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're here," and we're on eBay looking at that stuff, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, "I can't wait to get older and get a really yeah. good job." And yeah. I'm going to go broke because I'm going to buy all this stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of it, just like you said, we did yeah. not know existed. Like All so- I knew what, what was on the back of the box that Grant came in. That was all I knew mm-hmm. that existed. And that T-Rex on the back, the Stan Winston stand-in T-Rex, the one that's not the one that you got. Yeah. Like, I thought that thing existed and could never find it. You know, like, I always thought that that was a thing. But it wasn't that actual Rex. It was the red Rex that we ended up, you know, ended up giving. But, yeah, yeah. what was on the back of the box, that's all I assumed existed. You know, so different yeah. times, man. Yeah, it really was because um, you would open the box up and you would get this little catalog, and then the catalog it told you what yeah. was coming in that summer or later that winter or spring yep. or whatever. And um, the series two one, I remember they had the colors, uh, like uh, the different version of the Explorer and the yeah. Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. And yeah, they. 
and you're you're waiting to like when those things are actually gonna come out. Sorry, my me talking so loud. Siri actually turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call for you, Siri. The CD-ROM. <laughs> it's an interactive CD-ROM. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> Um, so, like, you didn't know really what was coming out till you looked at those catalogs, on the catalogs yep. or the back of the box and, the, I mean, or the back of the card. And yeah. some items I really didn't even know existed. And I didn't even know about the unreleased ones until, like, I saw one of those catalogs. But the thing was, like, those, those when they showed you, like, Series 2, you had to buy Series 2 yeah. to see that. You wouldn't yeah. see Series 2 with Series 1. So, like, if you would get, like, a catalog for Series 2, or the card, for they would show you that, it had to be, like, a Series 2 figure. And I saw yeah. some of them on, like, not all of them, but I saw some of them on the back of um, the, the Malcolm card. Because I was oh. able to get Malcolm, because I saw him at that end of the aisle. I was like, oh, that's Malcolm, you know? <laughs> and so, that's how you found out about stuff back then. Yeah. It's not yeah. like now that you just click, 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 click. I know. And there it is. And now we have JP Toys too. They'll show you everything that came out. Awesome website. Yeah. And oh, JP Toys. I was actually just on that before we, uh, before you called. I was just trying to get some reference points and stuff like that of like times and dates stuff came out. And but yeah, I was, oh, yeah. I was going through it because I was actually, I I just uh, I actually just posted on Instagram. I uh, got the the big pterodactyl from the Lost World, and oh, I was looking. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was looking to see how many more dinosaurs I needed to complete the Lost World. Dude, there's actually there's actually a checklist on there. Oh, is there? Yep. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, sh- I'll send it uh, to you on Instagram okay. so you can check. Yeah, they're, they're, the guys at JP Toys are really awesome. They they created checklists, and that's what I that's used cute. when I was uh, uh, when I started collecting again, that's and cute. to get through it. Some of them, some of those items are gonna be tough to find, you know. Oh, some there's of them. one. Like I, 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 I always like right now. I've got the the, the basic ones, like the main ones. Yeah. Um, and a few, yeah. Actually, I've got all the series, the series, uh, the series one Lost World dinosaurs. Um, nice. Except for except for two, and it's the, uh, the the spitter, which is the repaint of the original spitter, and then mm-hmm. that that one that's gonna be impossible. It's super expensive, like the the Carnotaur or the. the oh yeah, the Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so dude. I, 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 I hardly. I think I saw it on eBay like the other day, and it was like 160 or something like that. I'm like, God, my wife would kill me. Yeah, I, I got it. Like, I actually got the Bone Crusher last year. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, and I got it for a really good deal. I was able to. I, I have no idea how. I, I this is one of those amazing deals like you get all the time. But by the way, everybody, <laughs> Ted Brothers, he gets the most incredible deals. Like, I don't know how I do it. Uh, he, he goes into a thrift store, and he'll find a whole 100% complete compound command center. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, I go into the thrift store and I find a million copies of Space Jam that I sent to Brad one day. <laughs> Space Jam. Because oh, if, if you heard our podcast at Christmas, we, we were talking about movies from back then. And one of the movies that uh, Brad really liked. Um... I believe I can die. Yeah, it was, uh, was, was Space Jam. And I, I yeah. found like a million copies of it. And I was like... It's like, oh, dude, man. look at all these. But I don't find anything ever really cool Jurassic-wise. I I find, like, yeah. 100 copies of, like, the VHS, but... 
Never yeah, that's what I got. Um, I actually finally recently just got the all of the VHS from the Jurassic Park series, and then the couple of the novels, um, and then I think one of the DVDs I, I was missing. But uh, but yeah, that's all I ever find nowadays. Um, I, I mean, I guess actually back when it was like right after the Lost World came out, right before Jurassic Park Three came out, I lived near this thrift store, and it was this big Metro Atlanta kind of thrift store thing. And they always had, like every Monday they'd get new stuff in, I guess, over the weekend. And, and for some reason, this place was was the honey hole for Jurassic Park nice. stuff. And that's where um, I would always go. Because in, in most of the, the stuff I had uh, before when I started collecting the Lost World stuff, I, I didn't buy it from the store. I got all my stuff from the thrift store. Because nice. I guess people just getting rid of it, you know, like yeah. it was kind of getting that age of like the internet was taking over and kids were losing interest in dinosaurs and stuff like that. But there were still people who liked dinosaurs and like I went into the thrift store and that's where I got uh, I got the, the the command compound. It wasn't complete, but I got that for like five bucks. And then I got like two or three jungle explorers. I had bush double trackers. I bought they had the bull T Rex in there for like two bucks one day. Bought wow. that. Yeah, man, and like the Stegosaurus, I had, I had, I think it was about a year's, maybe about a year's worth of going in there and collecting for like pennies, man. I mean, they, they just, it was, you could go in there every, every day and you'd find something new. And, uh, um, we had, I think after the, a year of collecting it, we had like two Rubbermaid bins, like the big bins full of, of Jurassic Park dinosaurs just from buying them at this thrift store, man. And it was, it was great. And like, I, it, it had been years since I'd been in a thrift store, and last year I was like, you know, I'm gonna go into a Goodwill and and see, just see if there's anything there, and there's just nothing. And I think maybe people sell stuff on eBay now. I don't know. I mean, but I can't. I never can find anything in thrift stores anymore. Yeah, it's, like it's, a, it's, stuff is popping up here and there. I I do see that on like um on the Facebook JP Toys and and sometimes on Instagram, but it's they're starting to see how like the value has gone up in on everything yeah. since Jurassic World like you you be able to go to eBay and I've said this before um and get something like a Jurassic Park lot it would be yeah. just a bunch of stuff miscellaneous Jurassic Park items all boxed up and you would get it you'd get all of that for like 30 bucks the most yeah. maybe you know um I did a lot of that and then some of like I would get one of those lots and um stuff that I already had like a bunch of times over, I would resell. And then I'd use yeah. that money to buy something I don't have. Um, yep. But now you really don't find Jurassic Park lots as much as before. Now it would yeah. be hot. What you usually find is like singular items. Like they'll, yeah. let's say they got a Jurassic Park lot, but now they're selling everything separately to get the most buck out of it. Because... Oh, yeah. A while back, you would get a Velociraptor Series One Jurassic Park for like two dollars. Now yeah. you see it up to like fifteen, twenty, yep. and it's it's crazy how much I've seen it go for at conventions. And I've seen Velociraptor Series One go for like thirty-five at a convention, yep. and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, that's no. <laughs> but some people buy it. A lot of the new fans are buying, and, and yeah. And they're buying it at this uh, amount of money because, you know, I mean, it's just they're they're trying to collect something that they were not around for because they, they probably weren't around for in the 90s. Yeah. They're probably born later on or they were born in the time when Jurassic Park came out. 
and they're trying yeah. to capture that that Kenner feel of these of these dinosaurs because you know what I mean we both can agree they yeah. are the best ones. <laughs> no, they stand the test of time, man. I mean, they really do. I, I and I always, you know, I always look at like I have I have the bull T-Rex, the Thrasher T-Rex, the Red Rex, and then I have the Indominus Rex, the Stomp and Strike, and I have the Just Spark 3 T-Rex. And I always look and I'm like which one is like the best T-Rex, you know? And that's always like, well, them's are fighting words, you know? People will, will fight over it. But like, I, the bull T-Rex, man, I, that thing is so solid, you know? And I, I, it's, it's my favorite one, but like, it's just the way it's built. It's just solid, you know? And, and you look at like, even like the Kenner Red Rex, man, that's like 24-year-old dinosaur. And the one so, I have is still standing, you know? It doesn't, the electronics don't work in it, but you think about like what we put those things through when we were kids. And if you still have all your original <laughs> stuff, you know, man, like if you did that with if I gave my my four year old daughter Lex the Raptor pack and the electronic Indominus Rex and put her out in the backyard, she, they would be destroyed within like an hour or so. I mean, they wouldn't yeah. last. They're, they're just they're made cheap, man. You know, and and the the our stuff. I mean, it's look at it. It's still terrible. standing. Yeah. yeah, you really you really had to be like Sid from Toy Story yeah. to really destroy these toys. <laughs> Strap yeah. a rocket to your bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I've seen, uh, and you've seen as well. You've gotten some dinosaurs off of eBay that have been like pretty much destroyed, and you bring them to like you bring them back to life, which is yeah. really cool. And yeah. I've done that too with uh with certain vehicles and stuff like that. And you get them for like not much because they're pretty the guys are throwing them out, and then you just yeah. you fix them up and you make them look awesome. You know? yeah. Actually, that brings us to another point. Tell us a little bit about what you do with uh, some of these dinosaurs in, in collection with your customizing. Because as if you follow uh, Brad, um, if you follow this um, the Jurassic Park like podcast, you've you've seen that we uh, Brad put up a community thing, and you've seen some of the work that Ted Brothers has done. And the, just tell us a little bit about that, man. Yeah. All right, so it all started last year um, after I, I got back into collecting again, and I came across a picture on, I want to say it was Facebook. Somebody had shared it, and it was of Jurassic Park repaints. Uh, the guy, I can't remember his name, but he's down in like Ecuador or something like that. Yeah, down South America, Ma somewhere. Manuel. Yeah, Manuel, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And I saw a picture of the bull T-Rex that he repainted, and I was like, is that the same bull, like the Kenner bull T-Rex? And I was looking, at him like, that is amazing. Like, and he just does it with watercolors. And so I have no like art background or I don't I don't know how to do anything like that. So I was like, I wanna try and do that. Like I wanna see if I can do it. And so I remember um last year I went to my parents' house and, and I was up in their attic and I was looking around and I actually found a box of my old Jurassic Park toys that had somehow survived, kind of. And it was whatever was left of what my younger brother's dogs didn't completely chew. And so <laughs> like parts of dinosaurs you know yeah. and and so i, I was kind of like sifting through i was like you know i'm just gonna take this home with me and and go through and see if there's anything salvageable because that's when i was starting to get back into collecting because i had just i had started watching victoria's cantina's videos nice. her dress park videos i found those on youtube and then uh i'm gonna butcher his last name but i think his first name is like baptiste or something like that oh uh, yes 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 uh-huh yeah. I started watching his stuff on YouTube, and these guys are like showing all these the old toys from the, when we were kids, and I was like, that's what kind of started to get me back into collecting again last year, you know. But um, and so I got that box, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna go through it, see what's salvageable, see if I can, you know, piece together some sort of collection and start adding onto it. And and only a couple of the things still worked in it. Um, on uh, the bull T Rex, 
that I used to have, um, their my brother's dog chewed it completely into pieces, and it was uh. just gone. And so that was like sickening to me, you know, because I loved that thing so much. But mm-hmm. um, I had a Jurassic Park three Spinosaurus that it was covered in mud. It had been put in water or something like that. Somebody did something to it, and it was just really like in bad bad shape. So I was like, that's what I'm going to paint. And so I just started to do it, you know, and I did, uh, I filmed myself doing it. And then I put a time-lapse video up on my YouTube channel, kind of showing the process because it took me like six hours to do it, but I, I kind of condensed it down into like a five or six minute video. Right. Um, so I did that and I got really good response with it and it turned out really nice. And so I just kept doing it and, and I had tons of broken dinosaurs. I mean, we're talking one, let's see, I'm looking on the shelf now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think like 10 or 11 that were in really bad shape, paint missing, arms are gone or whatever. And so I just started practicing re-sculpting parts and, and trying to paint them to look like real animals. And uh, and, and kept doing putting the videos up. And then uh, and then I started my Instagram page, which I, I had one already, but I really didn't do a whole lot with it. And so I started doing the dinosaurs and then like doing uh, Jurassic Park pictures, like re recreation of scenes from the movie with the toys. And that got a huge response. And I think the first one I did was the uh, the uh, sick Triceratops scene with all the little characters. And like overnight, yeah. I had yeah. 1,500 likes. And this is coming from somebody who had nine followers, you know. And then it just it shot up overnight. And so I just kept doing it. And and it's become an obsession now. Cause it's like, how real can I make these animals look? Mm-hmm. And and so that's basically what I spend most of my time doing is. is painting dinosaurs and i don't paint like i just i just finished a, a red rex repaint yeah and it I looks don't, beautiful I don't, man thank you i don't uh i don't paint like nice new minty dinosaurs like i have respect for the dinosaurs you know the one that i painted she was like completely broken like rips and tears yeah and, i remember you put a like a like a warning on it like this animal <laughs> was destroyed before I'm i got to it so. i'm getting hate mail for painting the red rex and my guys oh, yeah, i'm definitely. making it better fighting <laughs> yeah. words because rex there's this the community in certain things is very sensitive you know and and uh <laughs> there's there's like a few things that'll get this uh there's a few couple like keywords and things that will yeah. get this community like fuming and going crazy and it's yeah. like you know opening um uh boxed Kenner toys <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, destroying some of the Kenner toys and one of the most controversial ones is uh the T-Rex versus Spinosaurus you know what I mean those uh, three right there yeah. will get anybody that's a Jurassic a yeah anybody that's a Jurassic <laughs> Park fan if you put those put those three elements in a video I swear that a Jurassic <laughs> Park fan would just have like an aneurysm and just ugh, you know cuz it, it's yeah. crazy I mean, and I, I could understand that. And I remember reading that and I started laughing because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I had to go back and probably, I, I'm thinking in my yeah. head, I'm like, he's probably getting a lot of hate comments or, or oh, private yeah. messages. Like, how could you do that? That, yeah. that dinosaur didn't do anything to you. No, like, guys, I got it. It was already destroyed when I got it, man. So I, I fixed it up and I restuffed her with stuffing and uh, fixed all the holes in her by patching them up with epoxy and everything like that. And so, She's nice. She sits up on a shelf now, so she can spend the rest of her her days here at my uh, my command compound, just hanging out, looking over looking over the place. So, 
But yeah, I um I, uh, I I do the dinosaurs, I do the repaints and stuff like that, and um and you know I practice. I'm 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 getting better. I'm I'm looking at older dinosaurs that I've done, and I'm looking at new ones that I've done, and I'm I'm kind of looking at like the techniques that I'm using with washes and and stuff like that, and I see a big difference from what I used to do my first one to you know recent ones that I've done. So it's like I've been been improving on that that part, but I also enjoy trying to make uh, human characters. Yes, that, that is pictures. really awesome. Yeah, and so I was always bummed that we never got a John Hammond or a Lex with the original Kenner line. Right. And and it's funny too is going back to talking about only knowing what's on the back of the box is like I always assumed that those characters existed. They were just <laughs> not on the back of that box. So I would always like search for them, you know, like well certainly surely I'll come across a Lex figure somewhere. She's like one of she's like saves the day, you know. Uh-huh. And and Timmy gets a figure, and all he does is stand in the control room with his hands on his head, jumping up and down. Grab the gun. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I I that was one of the first custom figures I made was the Lex figure, yeah. and because I wanted to have it to do to recreate some scenes, but you can only do so many without other characters. So I did that, and you know I made the Lex out of the suit, the series one Ellie head, and a Tim Murphy. Uh, torso, Ellie arms, and then I sculpted legs for her and stuff like that, and paint her to look like it, and you know, kind of do it like in the Kenner style when I'm when I'm do the the humans and stuff, exactly. which is I try to keep it in that scale with the the 93, 94, and then the 97, 98 Kenner style. I don't, I hate the 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 small. Yeah, um, I don't like it either. That's why uh, that Jurassic that was Park my three was ah, yeah yeah I, I yeah protest that. Three and three quarters, or whatever they are, the little GI Joe guys. I was so mad when I when I first saw those on shelves in like 2001 Me or too. 2000 or 2000. I was like, "What is this GI Joe size?" Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, but, "Is this where it's going? Really? Is this where yeah. it's going?" Because I I was so mad. I it's funny because I'd walk up to the to the register fuming, still buying it <laughs> because I'm such a completist. But I'm like, I'm not enjoying buying this though. I'm just I'm buying it though, but I'm I, not gonna I, enjoy it. it. I actually got. Uh, I I never bought any of the Jurassic Park three stuff at like full retail price because I, I I worked at um, a mall at the time and then I worked right next to a KB toy store in the mall and I remember KB toys. coming out one day. I know right, and uh, they had, were having like a big clearance blowout thing or whatever, and it was all their Jurassic Park three stuff, and it was all like discounted like buy one figure get one free and then like mm-hmm. they had I think uh, the little the the the. Uh, the uh, the patrol car, the little jungle car, the yellow car. Yeah, they had those for like five bucks, I think. So I bought a couple of those, and um, they didn't have the big spinosaurus, which I wish they would have had it because I would have bought that too because I can never find that thing. Yeah, and, uh, I have one. It was, uh, it was. Uh, I think it's one of the only pieces I like from that collection. Yeah, because uh, it, it, it looks it looks a lot like it. the one in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it's I, that's the you know I, I bought a few of the stuff, a few of the things, but on clearance and and of course they, all my stuff like I it, it got lost along the way. Like I, I I had that that moment where you know you I, I moved out of the house, moved in with friends, we got room or house with roommates and stuff like that. And so like when I was moving out, I had all my bins of Jurassic Park stuff, and I was like you know I was at that stage where I was like it's not cool to have boxes of toy dinosaurs, so I kind of like. <laughs> I kind of like, I was like, I'm just going to leave this stuff here. I'm too cool for that, you know? And I now I, I kick myself because it's all gone. And I had to spend all this money and rebuy it all again, you know, except for Alan Grant was the uh, the little the little guy. He's the only one that survived. But um, yeah. I left everything at home. And, I mean, we're talking 
all the Jurassic Park stuff that I had found, all the Lost World stuff that I had found, wow. Jurassic Park 3 stuff, everything was gone. Like my brothers, because I have three younger brothers that were under me, and mm-hmm. so it went through each one of them through the past uh, years. Yeah. So it went to my brother under me. He played with it, left it outside, dogs ate it. You know, and it just kept going and going until there was nothing but like a shoebox of broken dinosaurs left when I got in my parents' attic. And I was like, this is all it left. Years of collecting, man, and it's just gone. But, you know, I, I, I think I enjoy the thrill of, like, the hunt of finding of finding things, you know. And, like, even little things like um, when people send me stuff, uh, I, I got these Valentine's Day cards, the Jurassic Park Valentine's Day cards. Ah, yeah. And they haven't been used, but they're just so cool because it's like, I love JP and pop culture kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. see it on something that doesn't make any sense, like a Valentine's Day card, you know, and um, the Burger King watches, stuff like that. Like, I love those things. And, yeah. and so it's, it's, I, I kind of enjoy it. I kind of, you know, like going and finding stuff if, you know, I ever can find things. But for the most part, getting things on eBay and then getting them in the mail at like Christmas. You know, my wife thinks I'm insane every time she's like, you got another package <laughs> in the mail? Like, are you going to be finished by collecting anytime soon? I'm like, babe. Like, do you realize how many dinosaurs that are in these series? <laughs> yeah. She can't, she rarely comes down to my room because I have, like, a basement, and I have my studio where I do my music on one side, right. and I have the room downstairs, and that's my dino, my dino room. So all I have shelves and everything hanging on the wall. And she never comes down here, and she, like, peeked in one day, and she was like, oh, my God. She's like, did you get all that stuff on eBay? She's like, well, yeah, some of it I got on eBay. I mean, like, 90% of it I got on eBay, you know? <laughs> And so, yeah, she's like, you got a lot of stuff. She's like, what are you going to do with all that? I'm like, look at it, take pictures. I'm like, get out of here, babe. I'm going to call Jay. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get the same reaction from friends. They're just yeah. like, we're blown away. Because uh, most of my collection for a long time was in storage. And then, yeah. like, I started recollecting again in 2008. And I started getting little bits and pieces here and there when eBay was like was good to get stuff, you yeah. know. It still is. It's just it's harder on the pocket. Like, yeah. Every time, like now, when I go to eBay and if I get something, I I hear the you know that squeal that um the Gallimimus makes when the T Rex eats yeah. it. I hear that <laughs> from my wallet, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I feel you on that one. That's what it's like. You know, I've gotten. I've been fortunate enough to get decent deals on eBay. I think the out of everything that I've I've got so far, now I've I've completed uh, a majority of the Jurassic Park series, the the original series with all the original dinos and and the vehicles and a few things I'm missing. Like I don't have like the command compound. I mean I still have yet to get that because it's like crazy money. And then the, mm-hmm. like the capture chopper and then the the uh, that Carnotaurus or the Carnosaur or whatever it is, the one that the series two one. So stuff like that I haven't really got, but um. Uh, I think the most thing that I've paid the most money for is the bull T-Rex, and that was only 50 bucks. And it was a, it was in an auction, and I snaked in right at the last minute and, and, and got it. And I think the only reason that nobody wanted it is because it was missing one of the glass eyes, and which that doesn't really bother me because it works. The electronics work in it. It's not all jacked up or anything like that. But, I mean, that was, I think, 50, and I can't remember. I think it was like 50, and that was with shipping. So I think I got nice. it for less than that. But, I mean, that's, I, that's the most thing that I've paid the most money for. Is, so would you, say, would you say that's, because uh, that brings me up to my next question, would you say that's your most valuable piece, or what do you feel is your most valuable piece in your collection? You know, it's it's weird because it's like, I, 
you know, I think I've heard you talk about like the law, like the Lost World being your favorite of oh, the yeah. JP stuff like that. And I, and I and I have to totally agree with you on that. Like I love the Jurassic Park more than anything, and I love my 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 Doctor Grant. I think my Doctor Grant might be my most like valuable. sentimental, valuable. Piece yeah, because to me. you can go with uh, sentimental and like yeah, money wise, either or. Because I know some collectors. Yeah. Uh, put money value on things and some collectors put just sentimental value on things because yeah. like i do i put a huge sentimental value on all my stuff and like i never if i if i do sell stuff it's because i have three or four of it already and i don't see yeah. the point of having that many for yeah. myself other collectors i understand they have their thing they want a million of one thing that's cool yeah. but to yeah. me i don't i don't i don't find it for myself to have that so i'm like okay i have a couple of these cards, I can sell like two, two of the decks. Yeah. That's good to go. But um, I see a lot of more sentimental value than money value. So yeah, either or, I, your your most valuable piece money wise, or your most valuable piece. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, probably the Rex. You know, like the like the bull or the red Rex. I mean, the red Rex. None of them. Neither of the the two red Rexes that I have worked. Like their the electronics have stopped working. I neither. You know, I neither doesn't work. Yeah. So. And it was floppy and standing over, so I had to take it apart and fix it, you know. But I mean, like, and what and what back to the Lost World thing is like the Lost World. I think I feel like the Lost World is is my Jurassic Park movie, you know. Like I okay. was, I I never got to see Jurassic Park in theaters. Me That's neither. Me neither. Wow. Yeah. And what what I really hate is it came out. They released it again right in theaters for Jurassic Park 3D or something like that, right? Yeah. A few years ago. I missed that too. Oh, I, yeah. I caught that one because it was like two days before yes. my birthday. And I said yep. to myself, like, I told everybody in my household and my family, I'm like, Steven Spielberg gave me the greatest gift ever Jurassic Park 3D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, and it's, 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 it's sad. Like, I really wish that I, I could see it in theaters. And maybe they'll come out again. Maybe they'll, they'll release it again. But I know, like, Lost World's coming out with its 20th anniversary, right? This year. It's yeah. Uh, my, yeah. My, fr- my friend DC Villain was mentioning that to me. And I'm like, He's like, you think they might do a 3D version or like show it in theaters awesome. again? I hope they do. That would it, be awesome. Um, I yeah. will be there. Oh, I, I'd sit there all day. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd literally just pay for like a day's worth of, of viewing it in the theater <laughs> and sit there, bring some like spaghetti like uh, Charlie from <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and just sit there and eat <laughs> my spaghetti. <laughs> We have a theater uh, like twenty something minutes from my house that serves you food and uh, beverages while you're watching the movie. Yeah, there's like one like that. Five, yeah, I'm like, oh, awesome! Heck yeah, dude! Five hours of Jurassic Park and and food, I can do oh, that all day long. Definitely. So, but yeah, so Lost World is that's my movie. That's that's my era. My Jurassic Park. I saw it in theaters. I had all the stuff with it. You know, like it's the most sentimental to me. Like I enjoy the original stuff, but like I never had the Red Rex as a kid. I didn't have the Red Rex until uh, last year i mean that's when i first oh, wow. was able to get it on, on ebay so like the bull t-rex i had mm-hmm. and found that at the thrift store probably 98 99-ish so like that's probably my my favorite i think that's why it's my favorite t-rex because it's it's one that i've always had i never had the thrasher or anything like that and so you know the bull t-rex is is my like one of my prized possessions that i really enjoy that and then the in the grant and and from the human characters from the lost world line the ian malcolm the series one ian malcolm with the little t-rex yeah because that was the that i got and it's such a nostalgic piece for me you know yeah and and that's if i had to take like just a few like a handful of things that'd, that'd be one of the ones it's not my original like i had to buy it again but it's it's there's something about it man it's like 
it just reminds me of being a kid again, going out in the backyard and, and, and recreating scenes from the lost world, you know, and, and he's, he's every man, you know, he's the hero and yeah. same thing, with him, you know, so it's, uh, I yeah, I think I, I haven't liked that too of, uh, of the chaos effect, uh, Velociraptrix. It was like one uh, of the last, uh, gifts I got from my grandma. It was yeah. like, uh, and I had a, at a point I had my collection, um, stolen, like a, a good piece of it. And one of those was, uh, the Velociraptrix. Oh. Yeah, and, uh, so I had, I rebought one off of eBay. And it, it's not the same one, but it, I always wanted it a part of my collection. Plus, I think it looks kick-ass, you know? <laughs> like, badass-looking figure. <laughs> yeah, I never got the, uh, I never, I never got any of the Chaos Effect uh, dinosaurs. I think that's when I was, like, I was too cool for dinosaurs, like, at that stage. And I was, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it was just, I, I've gone through weird stages, you know? Now it's like I'm 32, uh, I don't even care. I mean, I've got a kid, and I'm like, yeah, I collect dinosaurs, whatever. You yeah, know, you, but it, yeah I, I went through the same <laughs> stage. It just... <laughs> I just, yeah. you know what I mean? You go through that the weird twenties, you know, the weird twenties. Not only that, and during <laughs> when we, during the twenties, basically, was when like it was the dead zone of Jurassic yeah. Park. You know, like two thousand one, yeah. uh, Jurassic Park three came out. I, I mean, I was in my teens, and then all of a sudden, like in my twenties, until Jurassic World, there was yeah. nothing really going on. So it's kind of like I just didn't. I still, you know dinosaurs here and there i remember when i was yeah i, I was in school um because you know I, I i do artwork so like i was painting still dinosaurs like i'm still doing dinosaur stuff and i remember a professor telling me he's like you know you can't if you go into the art business you can't really paint always dinosaurs and i'm like <laughs> you know what that's what i, I will be known for then because <laughs> that's what i want to do yeah you know? Yeah, that's that's like with just with with my you know like I I play music for a living like I'm a I'm a I'm a drummer so it's like I I do hired me like people hire me to play the music and stuff like that locally and bands and stuff so that's how I pay my bills that's what I do cool. and so like I have a hobby for a job and so I needed something to like do that wasn't music involved and and I was like you know I I want to get back into doing the Jurassic Park thing again and like I miss the nostalgic of of having all this stuff like I mean I. Like I said, I don't collect, I don't collect Star Wars stuff. I don't do superheroes or or anything like that. Like this is the only thing that I collect, and it's it's just Jurassic Park. I don't, I don't get like other brands of dinosaurs like the Popo stuff or or anything like that. I mean, I just do Jurassic Park, and it's, it it's like it's I find peace in it, you know, in a way where it's exactly. like I can just come and yeah. sit down here, I can paint a dinosaur, I can put on you know you know Brad's podcast and. Or just put on like John Williams soundtrack and just kind of like vibe out, you know, where I'm not having to play music or anything like that. I can just chill, paint a dinosaur, and just be in my own vibe, you know. And that's where like I really have enjoyed being active on Instagram and and interacting with everybody. I've met people from all over the world who are like like-minded individuals, and I feel like you know we all like come from different backgrounds and, and speak different languages, but we all speak one language, and it's Jurassic Park, man. Because you know exactly. you can get room with somebody and you don't speak the same language but you show them an Ian Malcolm figure and they're like and if they played with that as a kid too they know what you're talking about you know and it's like yep. it, that's I think it's Dude, it's you're like giving me goosebumps language, right now <laughs> what you said. that's, that's, that's yeah. awesome because that's exactly how it is this is a no. this is a universal language with, with everybody really? um, it's such a small group of people too it's not huge like Star Wars no, or not. Star Trek very small group of, of people you know and, and so I think that's where it's like that, that close knit community and, so and you know, we all, that's why. yeah, 
we all share our the work that we do, you know, and, and pictures, and it's just like, you know, like I've got fr- people that follow me that are in UK and people who follow me that are in Germany or, or wherever, all over the world, and it's like they post pictures of like dioramas of their dinosaurs and their humans like they did when they were kids, and it's like I was doing that same exact thing in my backyard when we were little kids too. It's like we all did the same thing. We can all relate to that, you know, and I think that's what's so great about about this Jurassic Park, that's what it does for me and, and for the community. I think it's a great thing, you know, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it, man. I mean, I really, me too, it's, man. I, I didn't think it was even going to take, this escalated quickly, you know, right. like I Definitely. really, I, I, I started with <laughs> painting a dinosaur and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm like, I'm in the community, I'm with these people, I'm communicating with them, I'm helping them out, you know, they're asking me questions on how can they start painting dinosaurs and it's like, I mean, it's just a great thing. I've had, I've had so much fun the past, it's been like six months or whatever, I'm just, Collecting and painting and talking with people, man, it's been amazing. So it's a that's wild like, ride. That's a, that's that's kind of how it started with me. I, I I my Instagram page before was just like like randomness in my life. You know, it was just uh I I post some art, um, but then I created a just a separate page just for my artwork because I felt like some of the stuff that I would post like just pictures of me just on a train or something. You know, like it didn't yeah. relate too well with just trying to get an audience for my artwork. And then yeah. um, I started posting some. I was, I I remember hearing the news of Jurassic World finally getting the green light because I've been waiting for that for a long time, and that just like sparked my Jurassic Park fan in me that's been there the entire time, but I had no venue to really yeah. show it. And I would have like little little spurts here and there of like I would just post like all all the DVD collection of Jurassic Park that I have. And I'd get comments like, wow, you're a dinosaur nerd and all that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I am. I, I love yeah. Jurassic Park. And you get, you know, little spurts like that. But then the day I posted um, the the picture of, of, like, my collection after I got it back from, like, storage, that's yeah. where it just blew up. And it, yeah. and I was like, dude, I've been doing this since I was eight years old. You know, you, you it's, <laughs> it's crazy how, like, the community, it just – just love there's so much passion in this community yeah. of jurassic park and for dinosaurs and how this has branched out into everybody's lives whether like you do music and you just yeah. want to do this and like other people went into the science field i went into the yeah. art field but I, I i i try to put dinosaurs in everything i do and now as you know i'm like i'm a tattoo apprentice and i can't wait till i start tattooing dinosaurs on people that's like what i really <laughs> that's like my goal <laughs> You know, my goal is to tattoo a dinosaur on someone and hopefully that that person shows it somebody else and I get people coming in getting dinosaurs tattoos, you know. That's... Everybody everybody go find Jerry's tattoo shop and he's going to he's going <laughs> to tattoo site B on everybody's uh on everybody's hip. We're all that would site be B. awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome, dude. You know. So it's yeah, like you said, it's just it's a universal language with this and I mean it's it's this obsession with this collecting, but it's there's so much love for it, and it's not. It just, it, you can't really explain <laughs> too much. You can't yeah. just be in it, you know. Yeah, it's, well, it's like it's hard for my wife to understand. You know, like <laughs> I can sit down here and look at rubber dinosaurs, and and I, she's like, "How can you like? How can you do that? You can just sit there and paint for hours." And I'm like, "How do you sit there and read romance novels for hours? Like, I don't get that. Like, that just seems boring to me, you know." But I was like, "This is what I do." I mean, but it's hard to it's hard to uh, to explain it to somebody to get them to feel that yeah. sense of nostalgia, you know, because unless you did it, unless you were in it and you were a part of it back then, it's just difficult for for you know 
for somebody to be like, oh, okay, I get what you, when you hold the Lost World Stegosaurus and all these, like, Memories. all these feels come in, you know, and it's like, I remember having heard of them and, and, and recreating the scene where Malcolm and Definitely. Nick and Eddie come across the Stegosaurus. And you, you know, do that and now just, with your pictures, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it and is, that's I what love those I think pictures. that's where I I it's like that's almost like another art form that I do. I'm not really good at, at drawing or anything like that, but it's like recreating these scene these scenes, these pictures that I make. It's almost like through the eyes of a, of a child, through the eyes of yeah. us. We were kids, you know, like with like cool effects and and you know lighting and filters uh-huh. and like you know, that kind of stuff and making it look awesome because that's how we see it when we're kids, you know. And and you said and I think that that's like. What I, you have your daughter help you out as well, right? Yeah, yeah, she that's comes out. That's incredible. Cool that's awesome. Stuff and yeah, that's so, so it's cool. like, a, and so we have a, a the ability to to bond through that, you know, and and uh, and I think because she's always been a big fan of dinosaurs and and uh, and I, it, it helps us to like it gives us something to do together, like a hobby to do together. So we'll be out in the backyard, you know, just a couple of JP nerds out there setting up dinosaurs and. <laughs> And get angles just right to see if we can get you know the 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 image to come out just right. You know it's got to be perfect. You know, and then I'll I'll match it up with the the one on the screen. And like if I can get it to look exactly like it, I go for it. You know, sometimes it's it's difficult to set it up just like that. But um, but yeah, so it's it's that's I really enjoy doing that a lot. And it's I I hope that I don't ever run out of 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 movie scenes because I've done so many. And I'll, I'll I have to slow down because like I'll just go out there and I'll just like oh this would be a good one this would be a good one you know and I'll just keep doing them like I'm gonna eventually just run out well, you know I don't have any dress the, I don't have any dress yeah well that's true that's true and then like the, they had like that mini universe of uh, when Jurassic Park three came out they had those like side books like Survivor yeah. with like Billy or whatever so you can you know what I mean <laughs> there's there's enough material to keep you going for a while and then you can just make stuff up. <laughs> Yeah, or you yeah. can start using the comics. They're, yeah, you I mean next? Uh, well, that's what I started doing. The uh, I started doing the collector's cards. You know, I did a series yes. of those, and I saw you know there's all the tops ones too. I guess that came out, and then the ones that came with the little diecast dinosaurs. I don't have any of those, but I was I was going through Google image search and I was looking at all the like the I did one recently with the Ankylosaurus and uh, like Ian Malcolm in the Jeep and everything like that. But I used the the Hasbro Ankylosaurus. So that's like the best one out of all of them. Oh, I love yeah. that one. It's and a, I repainted it's really well so done. it's like pretty looking, you know, and so I was going through all those cards. I'm like, oh man, I, I mean, there's plenty to do, you know, there's, there's, you know, sky's the limit on the cards, you know, so it's like that between the movie scenes and, and of course I haven't even touched Jurassic Park 3 yet, but I don't have any of the humans or the dinosaurs from that, so maybe that's oh, what all. you know, you could always customize and make your own at, at Kenner size, you know what I mean? Like I, d- I did that with, uh, with the Owen figure. I yeah. made an Owen figure. I was like, one of oh yeah, yeah, because I was like, man, it kind of sucks not having an Owen, yeah, you know, yeah, kind of, like, kind of universe Owen, you know. So I, I did that, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm terrible at making humans. Man. I feel like I feel like that's like my worst thing. I can never get the paint right on them, dude. I don't know how. There's one guy on Instagram I follow, and he paints action figures of Marvel characters, and they look like real people. I don't know how he does it, man. Nice. But, but the, uh, the Owen, the yeah, the Owen that I made from the uh, what did I make it from? I made it from the uh, Robert Muldoon, and I think a. Uh, Congo uh, guy's body. Yep, but, that's that's uh, what I used uh, that yeah. Tom or something. Yeah, you know, completely different states, man. We're we're same wavelength. I man. used the uh, I used um, what was it? I used the the heads the head sculpt was from that Congo guy, and yeah. like the top of his body, and yeah. the bottom his legs. I used the Nick Van Owen from the High Hide, and I yeah. I like sanded down. 
the yeah. like pieces on his pants to make him just like you know regular jeans. Yeah. And then yep. yeah, I, I colored him. Then I took um, I found it was like a GI Joe type of gun that looked exactly I saw like that gun. yeah yeah. And then I, I yeah I added a little type of chain chain on it or whatever small yeah. and then like this rubber piece because I have I have boxes of just random stuff in there. Yeah. Like you look at these boxes, it it, it looks like just recyclables you know plastics yeah. and weird little like broken remote controls and stuff and i'll use all that stuff to create all the stuff that i do you know? yeah um oh yeah i never throw anything out man i, I have i have a box too it's just it's full of like tails and arms and like inner <laughs> head. like i have so many for some reason i have a ton of like jaws jackson body parts and i think because he was so oh, easy to find their stores back in the day you know but he's like always missing the hat so he's got that little random like goofy looking plug on top of his head but yeah. like, uh, somebody would look at that box and say it's just a box of garbage. But dude, I can make a lot of customs out of that box. So that's yeah. why I never throw never throw anything away, man. Yeah, never. exactly. If if you're into customizing, like uh, yep. me and Ted are, don't throw stuff away. Like even I, I swear, like sometimes uh, I'll see like I'm I'm finished drinking like a bottle of like Gatorade, and I'll look at the Gator and be like, you know what? <laughs> that could be something that I, I could use. That like I cut the the top of the Gator, use it for a bubble glass of something. And I actually have an idea for that, you know, and I'm, I'm working on that yeah. too. So it's like... Uh, that's what I had a, uh, uh, an old pool pump from my Intech swimming pool and it broke <laughs> and then the base of it, I was going to throw it away and I looked at it one day and I was in the junk pile and I was like, oh my gosh, I can make a Raptor pen out of that. I and saw so that, I, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, a, it's an Intex pool pump base, that's all it is, like a gray base. And so I was like, alright, so I took it all apart and I'm down here like tinkering with it in my room and my wife's like, what are you doing down here? I'm like, I'm making a Raptor paddock. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm making a Raptor paddock. Exactly. The creativity <laughs> that that flows out of here it, uh yeah. with this stuff, it's 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 awesome. It it you mean it you you turn into an artiste with this yeah. stuff, you know? Um it's great. And and yeah. what you're doing is awesome and it's great for the community. Um let me ask you uh one more question before right. we roll out of this one. Um I'm gonna ask what is what do you think is your strangest piece? Actually, I have two questions. What's your strangest piece in your collection? You would say uh, the weirdest strange. one, or weirdest like let's say maybe that you that you painted or or that you have, you know? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm looking around. And I, I want my strangest piece. I have is it's like a um, it's a mixture of a Walmart dinosaur and a broken Velociraptor. And the only reason it's got like this dragon-shaped head and like oh yes, stuff. I saw this. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing because like they were doing that Jurassic World hybrid challenge and like I can't draw, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, I'll just make a custom toy of it. And so I did, and it's creepy looking, but like I keep it because it's just weird looking and it's blue and teal and black and like white claws. It's stupid looking, but no, yeah, that's I, probably... I thought it was pretty cool how you <laughs> came up with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, but again, all of this stuff came from that big box of like broken dinos and stuff like that. And that's I was just, awesome. I got the gears going, man. Yeah. Did you imagine if if we had uh, Stan Winston Studio? Yeah, we 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 we'd be unstoppable. We had all the stuff in there. That's that, that was like my my dream growing up. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to go into that. And you know yeah. I mean, like, uh, I, I I when I was in school, I, I I fell in love with sculpting. I haven't sculpted in a while, but I'm getting back into it. I don't know if you saw yeah. that that drawing I did of uh, like um, Rexy coming out of her yeah. shell and, and the egg. Yeah, I'm gonna be sculpting that very soon. Okay. I wish that's the thing. One thing is like I I wish that I could sculpt because I'm because it's like dude. It's if I could just just stuff, watch certain 
just watch some yeah. videos and whatnot. You know what I mean? I, I, I've been in the artist field for a long time, so it's, it's a lot easier. But I always tell yeah. people, people say, oh, I can't draw. You can draw. The biggest yeah. problem that people have when they, when they go to draw is creativity. If you don't have yeah. creativity, then you're just gonna be you just you're just a photocopy machine. You just you can yeah. draw and learn how to draw something awesome, but now when you want to draw from your mind and and expand your artistic abilities, it yeah. all is about creativity. And by what I've seen that you do, the creativity is there. Just yeah. you know, you, you if you really want to go and start sculpting, you know I mean, you can do it, dude. You just have to yeah. you just watch a couple of those uh, YouTube videos. I swear. And you'll start learning. You know what I mean? I have. I'm. Yep. I'm fortunate. I have a really good friend that is a sculptor, and oh, yeah. has like, yeah, shown me a few tricks. But I can. We can talk after. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've done like I've done tails and and tails they look good. Me. Yeah, I've I've done that, and then Rexy's neck. I've gotten really good at doing the wrinkles in Rexy's neck because I had to do uh, for the uh, the stomp and strike oh, T Rex because Hasbro's neck rubber that they I mean oh, good attempt at trying to put some rubber on the dinosaur man but it was just flimsy cheap rubber and the paint wouldn't stick to this so I had to rip the rubber off and then actually sculpt the neck out of clay I was, I was so and excited it, for that piece too and then when I saw it in person I was like yeah. oh man yeah. and it was just really chintzy so like it 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 stomps but it doesn't strike anymore because the neck is just <laughs> solid clay but it's still I mean <laughs> I, it's like it's just learning how to get those uh those grooves and like, it's a stomp it t-rex that's it yeah, yeah, it's just a stomp T-Rex. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I got it for nine bucks at Walmart, I think, on clearance, which is better it's than the. The, it's the, it's the, um, you know, like from Finding Nemo, Bruce the shark. It's yeah. the, the Bruce the shark of the T-Rexes. It's not going to strike you. It's just, yeah, it's just going to stomp around. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, man. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, actually, I have two more. The last right. one I'll, I'll save that I'm going to be using for everyone else. Uh, but um, do you do you sell any of your customs, or are they just for yourself? Uh, I just do it for fun and for, awesome. to, to help people with uh, you know that nostalgic part in their brain when they see it on Instagram. It gives them a smile, gets them through the day. I've done my job, man. Yeah, I don't sell any of my stuff. This is all just. My things to look at. I, I sent Brad uh, an Indominus Rex, though. Which looks awesome, I, by the way. I thank, saw it. Thank, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to kind of thank him for everything he does for the, the podcast. But, yeah, I don't I don't sell anything, man. I just keep it to myself. So. Cool. Well, maybe one day because people, I, I seem to see comments and people asking for some of the stuff. But I get messages all the time. People are like, hey, uh, you going to sell that? You going to sell that Rex? I'm like, no, man. I spent like two weeks on it. Like, <laughs> my wife's like, you should sell that. I'm like, and do what? Buy more dinosaurs with it. Ah, okay, I will. Got you, babe. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much what I do. Uh, the stuff I've sold, I use it just for that to buy more Jurassic Park stuff. That's that's where it goes to. So when you yeah. people when, when when people buy stuff from my store, uh, Jurassic Park, uh, like uh, stuff, the shirts and stuff that I do, designs and whatnot, you're helping the collection. <laughs> it's, just you're buying giving more towards. The collection guys, you know, I mean, that's the way it goes. I don't use it for anything else but that, you know. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's a question I was curious about because I see that uh, a lot of comments on that. And yeah. my last question, since um, this is hunters or gatherers, would be what dinosaur or what piece or what any anything in the Jurassic Park memorabilia library are you most 
like after like what is what you really are most sought after piece you know like uh like like for roland it was the t-rex that was predator he wanted he wanted that on his wall what is what you want the most out of like it could be anything dude there's you know there's a huge library just it doesn't have to be toys and you know we got the chronicle stuff coming out oh yeah yeah i mean you got we got stuff from horizon back in the day that brachiosaurus that's one piece that i really want you know what i mean oh dude so let's see like you can give one or two whatever because i know this is a tough question because it's like (laughs) I mean, Honestly, this is your think... T-Rex of the Jurassic Park collection. This is the buck. <laughs> the one and only. I'm, I'm a simple man, Jay. I'm a simple man. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lay it I'm gonna lay it out for you. I'm a simple man. I All I want is the command compound. That's all I want. It doesn't even have to be complete. I just want the command compound and the electronic in it. So when I press it, it goes, Jurassic Park compound. The cure. Like, I just want to hear that again. And not lying. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that's, I mean, I'm, awesome. you know, it's. I, I, I would love the mobile command center because that would make some really cool pictures that I can't do right now because I don't have it. And one day I'm going to get it maybe. But yeah, man, the, the command compound. I, I, I used to have that when I was a kid. I remember finding that at a thrift store. And uh, and it, I think that's only because it's a nostalgic piece. I never had the mobile command center, so I don't have any like nostalgic attachment to it. I only want it strictly for photograph purposes for the images, you know, but the command compound, man, to have that thing, even if it's in rough shape, you know, that's, that's what I've, I've that's my, uh, my buck. That's what I've been looking for on eBay lately. So nice. Well, if you ever I've do, got, I've it, got tons of fencing. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 things of fencing, man. Nice. Wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thrift store shops. <laughs> um, if you do ever find it and it's not complete and you have certain missing pieces, I have extra pieces. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. I just don't have a, a second one to give away. Yeah. I mean, I no, just I... have one, and I, I got it a few years back. I yeah. got it inboxed. Like, yeah, I see them, like, you know, that's the thing is, like, and I, and I don't I don't collect, like, in-the-box stuff, like, and all the mint stuff. I, I save that for guys who want to collect that. You know, I love loose dinosaurs. So I do I. Whole, I don't really it care. Out. I don't yeah. care for boxes. Like I've I, got one, two, three. I've got three things in a box. No, four things in a box. I got an Ellie, a Raptor, Packy, and Roland Tembo with the T-Rex Turner face in the box. Nice. That's it. I think you got those for Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah, I got those yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I have some stuff in box that like is completely in box that's never been opened, but yeah. it's not too much because, like again, like we said, we we played with these toys, you know. Yeah. We didn't uh, at at what was it like? seven or six years old yeah I, I was not gonna keep it in a box that that thing was out of the box once i got in the car <laughs> like you know like yeah. i got out of the store and it was already out and i'm already playing yeah. in the car with the with the figure so oh, yeah. you know i don't have much box stuff and i see the the prices some of them go for yeah. and i don't know i like to hold these dinosaurs like actually instead of holding a box i like to actually have the dinosaur in my hand you know um most of the box ones now right now are like the the Jurassic World ones cuz they're so like fragile. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like if I take it out of the box it's just going to turn to dust. You know? Yeah, like, I've got one. I think I've got I found those for like 5 bucks a piece at a 5 below store and I got the yeah. T-Rex, two Indominus, two of the Blue Raptors and then I got ones for repainting which is the Packy, the Allosaurus and the Ankylosaurus, but those are the only ones that I've taken out cuz yeah, they're just too fragile. My kid doesn't even want to play with them. I'm like, here, why don't you play with these? And she, yeah, she'd rather take the old school stuff outside, which I'm fine with that. So that's why I've always tried to get uh, one of uh, or two of each one. So I've got 
doubles of most stuff. So if she can take the ones outside and play with them, and I think that just helps like make memories. You know, like a, definitely twenty years from now, she'll be like, oh, man, I remember taking that ram head outside and bashing the cars with it. And, you know, like, yes, creating that. Scene. <laughs> yeah, that that one pack you did that. So push the head down and it, press the button, and that thing comes jamming out of there. Oh my gosh, that thing was awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 like, it's crazy how, like, back then, all these memories we created, we look back now, and, like, back then when it was actually happening, we didn't know how important it was going to be later on, you know? And she doesn't even know that right now. And then later yeah. on, she's going to remember, like, all the stuff, like, playing with these toys. Not only that, sharing these memories with her dad. So it's, yeah. like, even better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, dude, you're doing, dude, you're doing great stuff for the community, like your work is awesome. I'm a big fan of it. You know, um, as an art, uh, as looking at it as a fan of just like Jurassic Park, and as an artistic fan of looking at your artwork, which I, I'm a, um, very selective with the people I admire artwork with. Um, and I love what you're doing. You, your repaints, um, your customizations, you're adding onto like the Kenner line. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've even inspired me to get back more into the customizing because I've kind of let go of it a little bit, and it's it, you got me back into it. I have some stuff coming out, and I'm like, Give we me. need more Ray Arnold, baby. We need oh, more Ray Arnold. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's awesome, dude. I, I so, I mean, that's why I wanted you to be like one of the first guests on here, um, and it was awesome to, to speak to you about all this stuff, your collection, and. And why you love Jurassic Park so much. Um, so I'm going to end this uh, episode. But uh, tell people where they can find you. So they you can... can find me on... Uh... Well, actually, let me interrupt Jay as he's trying to tell me that. God, sorry, dude. Stepping all over your words. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's cool. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, at Ted Brothers. And in my bio on my Instagram, there's a link to my YouTube channel. And on my YouTube channel, there are like... <laughs> dozens of uh, time-lapse repaint videos. I show you how I do it in a time-lapse manner, and you can uh, repaint your own dinos if you want to, but uh, that's where you can find me at. Awesome. Guys, follow his work. If you're a Jurassic Park fan, you gotta follow his work, because it, it's it's great, and what he's doing is awesome. You know what I mean? He's creating stuff that we've dreamed about, you know, like, oh, we've always wanted this type of figure, and he's doing it. And uh, go watch his videos. You can learn a thing or two, and just like if anybody has questions, they can ask you, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Message me. I'm, I'm always, I'm always available. I'm the 100% uh, stay-at-home dad, so play music at night. But yeah, send me a message. I will be more than happy to answer your questions. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being on Hunters and Gatherers, um, Amber Fine's um, collector's corner, I would say. And uh, thanks, man, for being on here. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. I appreciate it. All right. Well, guys, till the next time, hunt or gather. <laughs> See ya.
This week in the audio segment, we have a short clip from Wired.com of Samuel L. Jackson reading and answering questions. Of course, there was one for Jurassic Park. Let's take a listen. I know that you're not a Pulp Fiction fan. What happened to Samuel L. Jackson in Jurassic Park? I guess I got eaten. They ripped my arm off and left it in a shed somewhere. I never did actually get to go to Hawaii to shoot that scene. Said I was supposed to work on or run from the raptors through, got blown away by a hurricane. What movie does Samuel L. Jackson say? So how bad would you have wanted to see that scene? Poor Sammy didn't get to film down in Hawaii. He didn't get the chance to be chased by raptors. But ultimately, I think it was for the best because you wouldn't have got that shock when his arm falls down in the maintenance shed down there on Ellie. You wouldn't have had that much suspense as to what happened to him, where did he go, where has he been this whole time, if you saw him actually get chased by these raptors. What do you think? Do you think it was a missed opportunity? Would you have liked to have seen that? Or do you like it more the way it is? Let us know. Send us a message, an email, a tweet, anything like that. We'll make sure to read it next time in the show. Anyway, you can find a link to the full video where he answers way more questions within our show notes. Are you hearing this? Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Thanks for listening to the 92nd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a huge thanks to Jay Jurassic for the bigger version of Amber Fines, Hunters and Gatherers, and of course to Ted Brothers for joining him. It was great to finally hear Ted here on the podcast. I've been wanting to get him on here for a while, but uh, Jay Jurassic beat me to it. We'll have to do it again sometime. Don't forget about the promo code that we're running with the Franklin Institute for Jurassic World The Exhibition. Only a little bit longer left. Enter the code JWG. E-N-E-R for $5 off daytime adult admission tickets. Head to our website for a direct link and for more information on the promo code. Don't forget to share that code with your friends and family. Tell them where you got it and let us know when you use it. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast and our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found so make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week if you haven't already please give us a five-star review on itunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast it will seriously help out our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us we're usually spotted commenting on the jurassic park subreddit as jurassic park podcast Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com for all the links you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, comments, or if you want to debut a segment of your own just like Hunters and Gatherers, you can send them to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com or you can submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail line a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.